Hey, I'm Desiree Silver, also known as the Drunk Chicken Lady. <laughs> I'm the founder of Drunk Chicken Cigars, and so don't forget to start your day the Drunk Chicken Cigar way. So hey, welcome to the Fuster Chat. I'm glad you can finally make some time to sit down and chop it up with the brother. We <laughs> met a while back. You had actually just launched not long before when we first met. It was very briefly. We bumped into each other, I think, at Jay's. Jay's? Yeah, you were yes. with you were with Lit Torch, you were with Susie. Susie. Yeah, you sat and, down with us yes, for a little while. Had right? a little sip then, yeah. Y'all were just kind of breathing. Y'all were dog tired. Y'all have been ripping and running. I can't remember what it might have been the last Atlanta cigar experience or just before it or just after. I'm not sure, but because uh, I know Mike it was, was there. Mike's cigar experience, That's Atlanta right. cigar experience. That's right. We mm -hmm. were here, mm -hmm. and um, you, we were doing an event at Jay's, mm -hmm. and we had Uncle Nearest there. That's right. That's right. And um, but Jay was there telling the Uncle Nearest story, mm -hmm. and yes, we were dog tired. Yeah, y'all look yeah. like y'all had slept in two days. <laughs> um, but I. I Clearly, remember you sat down with us at the table. Mm -hmm. um, we had a couple yeah, shots. Yeah, had a little shots. Yeah, maybe <laughs> one, two, three, or four. Who knows? We lose count after a while. Y you do. <laughs> <laughs> we lose count. Yeah. So, uh, congratulations, first off. Thank you. I just want to congratulate you on all your success and everything that you've been doing. I've been watching from a distance because I'm always on Instagram, on Facebook, just checking out what people are doing in the lifestyle, and you are representing well. Thank very you. well so I, I really appreciate what you do thank you yeah so keep doing it don't stop <laughs> I, my goal is to do that mm -hmm. keep going and not stop um, you know you have your good days and your bad days mm -hmm. um, the industry is uh, is rough yeah it's real rough it's real rough it's um, real rough but it's moments like this where you get to meet great people mm -hmm. that make it worthwhile yeah it does yeah. it does and how long has it been exactly now Oh, we're going to go exactly. Yeah. Give me, give me a little time. October 11th, 2019 is when we LLC it. Mm -hmm. um, but before then, you know, it was the making sure we had the bands and making sure we had the cigars. You're doing so, your homework. You're getting yeah, things well tight. Well, before yeah. it was mm -hmm. a true launch. But the first sale, um, it came in a pair mm -hmm. um, to was January 22nd, 2020. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, okay. we were able to um, send off our first shipment. And um, I, <laughs> right, right before the, the sky fell out for everybody. <laughs> the sky fell out. Yeah, it was really right before. Yeah. And then um, the 23rd, we flew over to St. Thomas, and that was our third sale in St. Thomas. Okay. All yeah, right. So um, been blessed um, to, it's not the first um, sales, it's to, it's the continuous sales, it's the mm -hmm. second sale, the mm -hmm. third sale, that those lounges continue to support mm -hmm. um, that, um, you know, I feel blessed about. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So, and before you got started, I happened to know, I did a little research, tried to do my homework a little bit. Here we go. Yeah, no, no, no it's going to be good. See, so you served as a professor. So should I call you professor? If you want. I call you doctor. Which one should you, I do? Should I? Well. Okay, so I'm not professoring right now. Okay. So I can just call you Dr. Silver. Doctor. Yeah. Everybody call her Dr. Silver, please. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Dr. Desiree. So, no, congratulations on that, too. That's pretty awesome. So, you're an academic then. Is that what a, is that a proper a, way to classify you? Are I'm you a nerd a, a little bit? Oh, big time. Big time? Big okay. time sci fi nerd. Mm -hmm. um, 
um, geek, love music, mm -hmm. love reading, love um, all of the what could be, what if mm -hmm. type things yes. and the mystery yes. of stuff. I love it. I yeah, love it. So That's what's like up. Big time nerd. Okay. All right. I like this. <laughs> so what were you a professor of? Um, so I taught um, all contracting courses, mm -hmm. all business courses, all finance courses because okay. um, I have a master's in finance. Okay. Um, all right. So you know the numbers then. Um, I would tell you I'm more theoretical than in, I've learned more theoretical than in practice. <laughs> I need to have you and Smoke Dog have a conversation because he's my numbers man. I always go to him when I need to talk numbers. Uh, yeah, more theory. More man. theory. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. I would tell you I've learned the hard way what I know, um, what I can teach, and what actually happens in practice. You know, when um, with this cigar business, I'm you know, doing marketing, I'm mm -hmm. doing the financing, I'm doing the websites, I'm doing the blending, I'm doing you know, the cutting lights. And by the time I get to the finance and the numbers, I'm going, what was that again? <laughs> what do I need to do? And it just is it's something that uh, it's just it's overwhelming mm -hmm. and I just rather keep it in the theory okay. for me at okay. this point instead of trying to do it in practice okay all yeah. right that's a, that's okay that's okay that's good though that's you, good you can't be the master of everything no you have good people right around you that's the key you have to have a team because I know I couldn't do this alone obviously the the, the if, if you are really going to do it right you have to understand the biggest failure in most companies is the owner Mm. Because the owner doesn't realize when they need help. They can't do it themselves. Mm -hmm. um, you need to be able to rely on somebody else. Mm -hmm. And you also, on top of all of that, you have to understand that your passion is your passion. And what you put in there is what you put in there. You can't expect everybody to have your same drive mm -hmm. and passion. I see so many owners go, oh, you're not working out because you're not, you don't have the same drive that I do. Mm -hmm. But why do you expect that? They're not going to have it. No, they're not. It's not their baby. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, so, And I'm guilty of that sometimes, too. I admit that. <laughs> I get on people that try to help me, and I'm like, you're not going as hard as I'm going. But they're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. And if they do, and if you're blessed enough to have them um, do like you do, and I, I feel like I am blessed a couple times over um, in um, the business to have people that have just enough passion as I do about it, mm -hmm. um, hold on tight mm. to those people mm -hmm. um, and recognize and be grateful and thank them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I happen to know, I'm going to talk about drunk chicken for a second. I'll okay. talk about the name drunk chicken. I happen to know. It's that not me. I'm not the drunk chicken. I, I, I know. I know. No but matter what they told you. <laughs> we about to debate that here in a second. But <laughs> um, I happen to know your backyard is actually called the drunk chicken. It is. And it inspired the name drunk chicken because you own chickens, right? I do. Okay. Right now it's 10, but 10? typically it's 30. Okay. I got, I, got, I got one big question that What's I've been that? dying to ask you. Why are you giving your chickens alcohol? What? I'm Who, not giving them what, alcohol. Why are your chickens drunk? They're not drunk. <laughs> They're not drunk. Um, I just have crazy friends that think my chickens look drunk. <laughs> so, um, and we were actually mm -hmm. more on the drunk side than the mm -hmm. chickens. Mm -hmm. But chickens, um, I don't know how many people know about chickens, but chickens have um, tendency to 
mimic drunk behavior when mm. they like squawk at each other. Okay. okay. Um, they stumble all over everything. Really? Okay. Um, and when the sun comes out, mm -hmm. they love the sun and they just like flop down mm -hmm. on the ground and spread their wings, like almost as if they're dead. The first time it happened, I, I did saw not it. Know that. I thought I killed them. What? I thought they all instantly died. <laughs> You're like, what did I give them to eat? What right? did I do? <laughs> yeah. um, and they just flop out in the sun and spread their wings. Um, and so my friends, um, we, they were all hanging out and they go, look at your chickens. They look drunk. You call this place the drunk chicken. <laughs> then and that's how it started. That's okay. how it starts, you know. And I think it's hilarious. So. Well, the name resonates. <laughs> so it resonates. When you hear drunk chicken, you, you won't forget it, number one. Mm -hmm. And then we have a female, a black female owner of the company Drunk Chicken, and boom, you're unforgettable. Because this is not a black female or even black male, for that matter, dominated industry that no, we're in. We do not dominate this industry. So, but you're making it happen anyway. How how's it been for you so far these last few years in terms of just carving your own little niche out in this business? There's ebbs and flows. Okay. Yeah, um, and there's growing pains. Mm -hmm. um, so when you see um, things working, you want to capitalize on that. Mm -hmm. But when you capitalize on those things that are working, sometimes you have uh, another negative impact that you are unaware of. Mm. Okay. Um, so I've I've started to learn mm -hmm. to okay, this is working, but not push on that so much, mm -hmm. but to evaluate it before mm -hmm. um, to see what could be some negative impact. Do mm -hmm. a little bit of brainstorming mm -hmm. and things like that. And that's where the academic side comes in, your background, your mm -hmm. education. You probably think things through a little bit differently than other people. I, I always learn from my mistakes. When I mess it up, mm -hmm. I need to go, okay, mm -hmm. what did I do? Mm -hmm. um, so I try to evaluate it and go, okay, this is why this is happening. Okay. Um, because you know I did this, or mm -hmm. because um, uh, this this you know impacted it, mm -hmm. and then okay, so how can I either avoid it, or what can I um, add or subtract to make sure that it does not have that negative effect? I, I got you. Yeah. I got you. What's been your biggest stumbling block so far? I mean, have you had a big challenge? You like, damn, that was rough. Every day. Every what? Day, every every day. day. No, not exactly every day, but. Mm. Um, all the time. So biggest one that I'm experiencing right now is um, supply and demand. Um, the more we get out there, the more we have a supply issue. Is it and difficult to keep up? It, it's becoming that way. And one of the things I'm um, nerd anal. Okay. Um, and okay. so my goal has always been to, when you order, to be able to ship within a week. Mm -hmm. and, t and actually, when I first started, I wanted to ship within two days what? of your order. Y'all, people listen to this. Pay attention to what this lady's saying. That's service. It's customer service. That's it's right. important to That's me. what's going to separate you. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and it has. Mm -hmm. However, um, I've come to the point where I'm unable to do that. Mm -hmm. And so what my um, I'm in realizing that I've taken a personal touch to pick up the phone and calling people and say, this is what we are, this is where we are, and this is what we're doing. I'm not going to just leave people like in la-la land and not understanding yes. where I am. And my goal is to get it to you by X date mm -hmm. and, um, and I apologize for the inconvenience. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, making sure that I'm 
uh, have that customer service and that connection. And it, it's hard. It's hard. It's very difficult. Matter of fact, I speak to a lot of lounge owners all the time. And specifically when they work with some of the boutique brands, that's actually one of the chief complaints that I hear on a regular basis that, man, they told me they're going to send me the cigars and they went ghost on me for a few weeks. They didn't communicate. I'm still here, sitting here waiting for my six sticks. And and obviously they don't have that issue with you, which is huge, in my opinion. I can't tell you that everyone does not have that issue, mm -hmm. but I try to make sure that um, if I can avoid it, mm -hmm. I can't, you know, do. Okay. Um, it, it's as a boutique brand. Um, we don't have, obviously we don't have, um, cigar fields and I don't have a cigar, um, manufacturer with 30 people rolling cigars all day. Mm -hmm. I buy, I pay, I receive. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have the luxury of, oh, you know, I'll get it out there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you gotta, you're doing it all. You're wearing many hats. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, many hats. So the blends. Mm -hmm. You have, let me see if I got this right now. You have what, six different blends going mm -hmm. right now? Mm -hmm. Is that right? Do you have a favorite? Mm-hmm. Okay, what's your favorite? All six. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see if I can rattle this off. We got the DCO, that's uh -huh. the Drunk Chicken Original. Mm -hmm. All right. We got the, the Mother Clucker. That Mother Clucker. That Mother. Uh, okay, I almost said something Shut else. Shut your mouth. Oh, I see. I almost said it. I almost <laughs> said it. You live in the dream, and you are living the dream. We got the living the dream, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Then we got one of your PCA exclusives, the Egg Treme. Egg Stream. Uh, see? Egg Stream. I said Egg Treme because my mind is on New Orleans. I'm going to New Orleans in a couple weeks. I said Treme, and she's on Egg Tree. Egg Stream. However, okay. the Egg Stream right. is not, um, we have temporarily um, held off on the Egg Stream sales. Mm -hmm. um, um, I launched it at PCA, mm -hmm. and I realized that. Um, Six blends was enough. We were the extreme was the seventh blend. Um, I needed to concentrate on what we had and dial put it back what a we had bit, yeah. and dial it back a little bit. So we did take the extreme off the market. Okay. Um, so we still do have six, but that was the seventh. So okay. That was missing the seventh. One. I'm yeah, missing yeah, one. Yeah, okay. I got a couple one. more. So, yeah, I, I ain't done yet. I'm not done yet. <laughs> we got the fat hand torpedo. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the way that looks too. The little fat hand. So, and then we have uh, the sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. And that's all I got. I'm missing one. What's, Homicidal hand. Homicidal hand. That's right. Homicidal hand. Now, yeah. is, that, is that the is that the most? Because it's called homicidal, so I'm assuming that must be your most full body blend. It is the most full body, but that's our limited edition mm -hmm. because again, that was one of those things that when it was launched, it was supposed to be in full um, production, mm -hmm. um, and when um, we, you know, start advertising, start selling. Mm -hmm. uh, Broadleaf became very scarce, mm -hmm. and larger companies bought up all the broadleaf, mm -hmm. and people like me couldn't get it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had about 200 boxes at the time already ready to go. Mm -hmm. So I said, no problem, mm -hmm. we'll pivot, and um, we'll make an limited edition come out once a year. Okay. And so that's what we do right now with nice. that one. Nice, very nice, very nice. Yeah. So where did you get your knowledge of cigars from? Like, how did that develop? And I know that you kind of started out innocently, like most of us, you know, smoking in the lounges and becoming curious. But to become a brand and have the blends that you have, that takes a little skill and a little effort and a little research. So how'd that all come together for you? 
Nerd powers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nerd powers. Okay. Nerd, just extreme nerd powers. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of reading. A lot, lot of reading. A um, lot of listening. A mm-hmm. um, lot of... I just sit back and observe um, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some to me... Some of it is a bit intuitive based on going to lounges, seeing reps come in, mm-hmm. and I ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I even ask questions about to lounge owners, mm-hmm. um, what do they like, what do they don't like, what's mm-hmm. working for them, what's not working for them, um, because I want to be the better version of what their expectations are okay. or what they've been receiving. Beautiful, beautiful. That's what's up. And that's the science behind it. So as a sister of the leaf, call you a sister of the leaf, I was not doctor anymore. Do- uh, oh, 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 my goodness. There we go. We got, okay, I'm, I'm with you now. No, no, no. We got, oh, no. We, we got a new name now. We got brothers of the league. We got sisters of the league. Now we got doctors of the league. That's what I'm talking about. That's what's up. It's just a joke. I'm going to title this episode. Okay. The doctor of the league episode. Think I want. Think I want. I know you will. <laughs> so, okay. So, obviously, you know, you have a PhD in organizational leadership, and you got to use that every day, right? And all the things that you could have done, I know you're a sister of the leaf, but why cigars? I mean, it's a tough business. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, of all cigars? the things you could have done, like, why? So, you have to do what you love. Okay. Um, and if tomorrow I can't sell another cigar and I have a warehouse full of cigars, guess mm. who's going to be a happy camper? Mm. Okay. This girl, right? That's here. right. That's I'm what's be up. Because ha- I'm going to smoke every single one. <laughs> they will be used. They will They mm. will not go to waste. Mm. 90 years old, that's going to be me. There you go. There yeah, you go. So that's what I say, too. You have to do what you love. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you do don't not do what you love, then it becomes work. Mm-hmm. And if you're working, you're going to quit. Okay. Right. At some point. That's what's up, yeah. So you will. You will. Yeah. Or you yeah. get very frustrated and you make yourself miserable. You're frustrated, you're miserable. There's many times I'm frustrated and miserable. Mm-hmm. Let me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can do this. There you go, there you go. <laughs> and you are also a veteran too, I heard. No, that's not true. That's not true. That is not true. But it is veteran owned, but I'm oh, not the vet. You're not the vet. No, oh that's a vet over there. Thank you for your service, Mr. Rico. <laughs> All right, yeah. that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, that's a veteran. Yeah, he home. just doesn't like to be in the camera. But uh, we could have had him on. on. You know, we could we could make that happen. You oh know? no! I'm yeah. a, I, well, you can ask him, but <laughs> if you can get him on here, <laughs> that'll be a first. Uh, okay. So, and now I know. Obviously, I heard that your sticks are also rolled right here in the USA. They are. Yeah. Okay. Now, was that more of a business decision, or was that like intentional? In the fact that I just want to. So it was yeah. a business decision and intentional okay. at the same time. Business decision because um, a lot of people go, oh, made in the USA, they're going to be more expensive um, mm-hmm. to be made. Yes, mm-hmm. they are a little bit more expensive. However, mm-hmm. when you start thinking, people don't put in everything in the fact, in, mm-hmm. you know, when they, in the equation, when they That's try right. to factor in stuff. Mm-hmm. So if something goes wrong mm-hmm. um, and I'm not receiving my sticks, the cost to go to Nicaragua or the Dominican mm-hmm. is much more expensive than me to fly to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's a factor in mm-hmm. your, your administrative costs yeah, that yeah. you have. So your leaves, binder, fill, everything comes here and then hand rolled in the U.S. Yes. 
Um, and, and I mean, there's lots of wholesale tobacco mm -hmm. companies that you can buy wholesale tobaccos right. here in the U.S. That's right. Mm -hmm. So you buy your um, tobacco wholesale mm -hmm. and you roll them. Mm -hmm. um, but that it was intentional because, um, yeah, I may pay 10 cents a quarter or whatever that mm -hmm. number is more than the person that's buying them from Nicaragua. But if something happens, that cost to go to Nicaragua is mm -hmm. going to add up. To, okay. Um, what my dollars are. That's right. Uh, so my, you know, it's it's an administrative. You have to think cost. about all of that. Yes. Because that impacts the bottom line. Now, made in the USA, mm -hmm. um, for me also has um, a good feeling that um, you're supporting your economy. Yes. Um, and you're supporting, um, you know, your country and mm -hmm. every, and it's important to mm -hmm. do that. With that said, I'm not sure that we're always going to be made in the USA. Okay. Um, but if we can, we will. But mm -hmm. I don't know if that's always going to be the Sometimes case. Sometimes the climate changes and economic conditions may force you to make other decisions at some right. point. Yeah. Um, but I'm proud to be made in the USA. And you know, a lot of brands I've spoken to, they, they haven't said that. They can't say that. No, can't. Most of them, matter of fact, you're one of the few that I've ever spoken to that can say that. Yeah, well, I, if, even if we can't always be everything made in the USA, mm -hmm. I'm going to do everything I can to have something mm -hmm. made in the USA. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, You're doing your thing. So has been um, being a minority, a female on brown, is that brand, has that like hurt you or helped you so far in, in your opinion? Depends on who you talk to. Really? Yeah. Um, talk, I'm talking to you, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, depends on... Um, Hurt me or help me? Uh, it, it's a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. um, it's helps um, because um, people like me um, like to buy from people like me. Some of mm -hmm. us do. Mm -hmm. um, then there's the negative um, with not treating, getting treated the same as the other brands in the mm -hmm. lounges. Um, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, I try to educate okay. and um, explain that black lounges tend to have black um, uh, shelves, and here's all the black cigars. Mm -hmm. And I, I personally feel like that it's not always great to do that. Mm. What ends up happening, you have a client that comes in and not happen to be black, and they're not going to say, oh, where's your black cigars? Mm. And they're going to walk right past those shelves um, where your cigars are. So if you if you really want to support um, a minority brand, whatever that minority is, put them in mainstream with all the other uh, at eye level mm -hmm. where they get the premium um, seating. Um, and that way you have them out there and, mm. it, and then you can't skip over it. That's right. That's right. Um, in addition to that, um, new brands, when they come out, they sell real fast. People, oh, it's new, and I'm loving it, and I want to support my brother. It's almost trendy at that moment. Right, it's yeah. trendy. Mm -hmm. But that trend goes away mm -hmm. or starts to slow down. And just because it's slowed down doesn't mean that, oh, I used to sell them, um, and they used to fly off the shelf in two weeks. Oh, now it's a month, so I'm not sure I'm going to pick it back up. But what's your shelf life for that other brand that's been there for six months and mm -hmm. you're reordering it? Why are you treating the smaller brands different? Mm. A month on the shelf is not that bad. No. And I know you have premium shelf um, mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. I know there's premium shelf space. Um, but if you have a good humidor um, manager, mm -hmm. 
they're able to sell all the cigars. Mm. And you say, okay, well, this one's been here a month. So you go, all right, um, today we're going to do, you know, anybody that's medium, we're going to push this one that's or right. whatever, because this has been here a month or whatever that life span mm. is. Uh, but you should, as a good humidor manager, be looking at that and, and, and directing your customers in those directions. Yeah, you should know your humidor and know what all the blends are and provide good advice good advice yeah good sound advice mm -hmm. um but yeah um i've met some great humidor managers and i've met some cashiers Ooh. <laughs> matter, matter of fact <laughs> now you're touching on something hold on now. No, no, matter of fact i've come across a lot of cashiers I, I i got a funny story i was in alpharetta at a lounge that i will not name i don't want them coming after me how many alpharetta uh, yeah i know right i know <laughs> i know right i walked into the lounge and i said and it was weird the way it was configured so i didn't see the humidor and i asked the young man young gentleman behind the counter where's your uh, humidor he goes what's a humidor no real true story he said what what's a humidor i know it's like only I, he said it's only like my second or third day but still you didn't know, what's the humidor <laughs> but anyway, I that's digress. <laughs> but that's that's the point, though, right? Yeah, that's exactly. If you're gonna the have point. Some, and so when we walked, when we finally did find the humidor, I said, where the cigars are held?" Yeah, he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't. I was like, "I got it from here, man." Just uh, thank you for telling me where the humidor was. I, I got it from here. So uh, that's what's up. Okay. So, yeah. what's been the most important lesson? You talk about customer service, and I know you talk about taking some lumps. It's been a big lumps lesson. Bumps. Yeah. What's been the biggest lesson you learned so far? Mm. See, we're here to make you think a little bit. No, I'm just trying to make sure that um, what I say is not going to have a total backlash, you mm -hmm. know. Oh, I feel you. Yeah, because okay. some things are um, a little bit more sensitive than mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. um, and going to touch um, the industry a little bit more than other mm. uh, things. Okay. Um, but I'm going to tell you that the biggest thing... Um, is is um, having good people with me, um, mm. behind me, beside me, um, surrounding myself with positivity mm. has been the biggest lesson. Mm -hmm. um, there's so much negativity um, that's in the world and in the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just want to say this, um, for all of my brothers and sisters that are in the industry, we cannot do this separate mm. and apart. And if we don't start coming together, we're in big trouble. Say that again. There's um, room for all of us. There's not even room for all of us, but there's um, there should be partnerships that's going on. And if you really take a good look at the industry, um, I see many partnerships outside of us, um, even with blends of cigars. Mm -hmm. um, stop trying to make a fast dime and go with that slow nickel because that slow nickel is going to grow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot so. of people need to hear that. Yeah. Of, I'm, I'm going to toot our own horn for a second because one of the things that I was doing, I started this probably about the same time you started Drunk Chicken uh, Cigars and I was going, doing my thing, but the power of a partnership, a good solid partnership where you support one another and complement one another is something that I didn't have. I was just kind of out there doing my own thing. Smoke Dog behind this camera right here. 
Steve, Lord, or Ash, we came together. We we saw that there was some synergy. And I tell you, the the motion and activity that has taken place since has been phenomenal. And it's two companies coming together to work together and support mm -hmm. each other. And we don't do enough of that. We don't do enough of that. I, um, it's very rare that I see it at all, especially mm -hmm. from where my vantage point is. Or maybe it's just me. Mm -hmm. um, but it's one of the things that I see that um, when I go to the big trade shows, mm -hmm. um, they're partnering and we're not. And um, Have you ever tried to partner with somebody and proactively tried to establish something? A what, lot. What kind of responses do you get? I, I, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Really? I, I, I'll let you know. Okay. That's all, that's that's, is that an off the record? That needs to be off the record? No, that's not. A, that's the response I get. I'll let you oh, know. That's the, oh, that's what they're it's, telling you. Yeah, that's what they tell. I'll let you know. That's a no. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a no. And I've actively sought out mm -hmm. to do things. Yeah, because I know from sitting here talking, I know I'm starting to get a sense of the type of person you are. You thought about it. Oh, yeah. You already said this is going to be a good relationship if we can make it work. Yeah. And you don't even have to like me. You don't have mm -hmm. to like my cigars. Mm -hmm. What we can do is come together and create something that blossoms, that we both get our name out there mm -hmm. and we partner on this X. But X means that you get something, you get advertisement, I get advertisement, mm -hmm. we move forward. Mm -hmm. I mean, even with um, advertising in magazines and things of that nature, I try to partner with several people. I've reached out a lot. Wow. Yeah. So, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, it, you know what? Because you're getting it done anyway. Five no's or a hundred no's, somebody's going to say yes. Mm -hmm. And when they do, they'll be blessed. Yeah, and the rest gonna be sitting like, damn, <laughs> she talked to me first. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're gonna say. Okay. <laughs> they're gonna have a few cuss words and stuff like that. But I'm like, I try to tell you. Hey, you yeah. know what? I, that's their problem. Yeah. That's not your problem. That's their problem. So, what do you see drunk chicken cigars becoming? What's your what's the what's the big vision, big goal for all of this? Where you where you see yourself five, ten years from now, fifteen, twenty years? Besides sitting on the stoop smoking a cigar at ninety years old. Oh, that's where I was going with that. <laughs> um drunk chicken cigars. You know what? Um so I mean five, ten year plan, um, I would like to be um a real foothold in the industry, mm -hmm. something that, um, you know, the big bad wolf come and it may rock the house, but it's not going to blow the house down. Mm -hmm. A big bad wolf come right now. It might destroy the house and mm -hmm. take it off the slab. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would like this. That's the goal. That it's a solid brick house mm -hmm. um, that um, and it is a staple or um, a name in the industry that people can be proud of. That's right. That's, right. um, that's what I like known to see. for quality known for quality known for service um, and, and, and that's one of those oh it was around 10 years oh you have one of those 10 year sticks that they first started yeah, with that one that's, that's yeah, one. yeah that's what's up yeah, yeah you want that you want that yeah okay all right last question I have for you all right. what should I have asked you that I didn't ask you what do you want people to know What do I want people to know? That, um, you know what, you asked me a great question. So the only thing that I want people to know is that 
um, integrity means a lot. Mm -hmm. um, my, you know, how I present, how we present, what we're doing mm -hmm. means a lot. Um, and it, and how we represent ourselves in the industry is important mm -hmm. because everyone else is looking. They're looking at us, mm -hmm. and if we have buffoonery, yes, it's going to be associated with all of us. Mm. Um, so, um, if you're in the industry, be above board. Mm -hmm. Don't let the pettiness. Um, take you out of where you are, who you are, walk away from it, keep your integrity. That's what's up. And what you said really resonates because we happen to be one of the, and when I think about, when you think about groups of people, different races, different ethnicities, we're one of the few people, few groups that often are judged by the actions of one or two of us. And all of a sudden they say, everybody. Oh, we all do. It's it. like that. Yeah. We're all we, doing it. And we do it to ourselves and yeah. the, the rest of society does it as well. Yeah. And don't be so quick to talk about the um, next brand or the mm. next thing. Um, it, why? It's not going to make you look better. It's not going to make your stick better. Mm -hmm. um, talk about yourself. Mm -hmm. Talk about your brand. And if there's something negative about the other brand, what your mama used to say, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Don't say nothing at all. And mama was right. How easy is that? Very easy. Yeah. Very so. easy. That's what's up. Well, thank you, sister. I appreciate this. I've been looking forward to this conversation. We had it. We even got a little studio audience, y'all. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed the conversation. Uh, I'm here with Miss Desiree Silver of Drunk Chicken Cigars. Oh, where are we? We have to be Oh, hell yeah. yeah and okay. we are here at Smoke City Cigar Lounge. My first time down here, and I yeah, love it. Mine too. I, I love, love it. this lounge. It's an awesome little lounge. It's a traditional cigar lounge, which I really love. All right, we're going to turn up. Oh, we about to do that right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, I'm here with the doctor of the leaf, Miss Desiree Silver. I'm Stickman number one. Until next time. Puff Sip Chat Repeat. I'm out. Peace. Hey, this is Stickman number one. Thanks for listening to the Puff Sip Chat podcast. If you want to hear more great episodes just like this one, please hit one of those donation links below. We could really use your support. Also, please visit us at puffsipchat.com for some cool Puff Sip Chat swag. Until next time, Puff Sip Chat Repeat, baby. I'm out.